East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime and paranormal What does that mean? Because last week I introduced Tessa. Get it, girl. Oh, oh we're introducing him. We oh. Yes, the main man. We got our... Okay, the other main man. Editor... What is he? What I don't are... know. Audio editor. I don't Finesser. know. I guess. You guys send me files. Mr. And I Lawrence is in the building. Get it, get it, get, I, I, get, it, get it. Larry. It's, I, we never call him Lawrence. I used to all the time. Like yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> no, I know, but like in the podcast, we've only ever called him Larry. If because... you can't put two and two together, then you're dumb. What? Lawrence? Larry? Okay. Not you. Larry's no, our I'm just sound still guy. <laughs> Hashtag brother from another father. <laughs> I just had to throw that yeah. in there. Uh, no, that's the better way to say it. I, I wanted to say the other way, and then I was like, wait, nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's the much better way. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've all known each other since we were bibs. You Both. weren't a bib. Close enough. No, but y'all were. Yeah, we were. Which one so was that? yours? This one, but I can't move it. Oh, wait. Oh, the cup? The cup. That. Mine's gone. We are good. All is well in the world. Is it, though? That's a loaded question. It's a welcome, Larry. Welcome. Hi. He didn't bring his baby. She's so mad about that. But it's okay. <laughs> I could have been holding a child right now. And, and he would have been having a blast, honestly. It but would have he, been great. We're in this stage where everything's like, ah! mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. I saw your pterodactyl video of him. Oh, my oh God. so cute. <laughs> he loves that thing. <laughs> the little walker thing. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> He won't crawl, so we've been buying stuff that he can walk in because he just refuses to do it. And uh, my stepmom got it for him, and we've had it for like, I don't know, like a month now. And every time he's in it, uh, (laughs) he's just living his life. In the studio, he like gets caught in between like really random things. Like the other day, because he can't go forward, he can only go back, and he... <laughs> oh, poor guy. <laughs> he, he's not tall enough. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing. But he got, he did like the Austin Powers thing, and he got stuck between like <laughs> yes. the pole and my couch, and I'm like, how did you, how did you do that? Because you literally like turned somehow and then shifted. I got it in there. I don't get it. Kids are weird. Yes. Kids are very 100%. weird. We know this all too well. Yeah. You got a lot. It's just five between the two of us. That's a lot. No, that's I not. want four. That's, so that's, whatever. That's a lot. One's a lot. 
One is a lot. No. Four. That's right, good babe? number. <laughs> I was going to say, Whoop. should we introduce the voice in the back? I don't, I don't know, know if I can hear him. I don't know. Jay Nathan's back there. Yes. Yeah, Jonathan's back there. Say sup, Jason. <gasps> oh, by the act- time this comes out, newlyweds. Hey. Oh, congrats. But also, <laughs> this will be out next he, Tuesday. He is doing a special project that we are now allowed to talk about because he said to talk about it on this episode. Hey. Is it going to be out by then? Yeah. Oh. Which we still haven't thrown up our Discord information. I know. I was just thinking. Yeah. Okay. We will. We have I a promise. website. It's pretty fucking cool. It's got very MySpace vibes on our bio pages, which I am all oh, about. Oh, I need to write my bio up. Oh. See, he's getting down to business. That's not what our podcast is about. We can't talk about No, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but, but maybe he might What we can talk about is later. the lack of the maps on the wall again. Yes. Look, I, the frames are really fucking expensive. Don't buy a damn frame. Get those hey, little fucking poster frames. <sighs> I like that. That looks nice. Map? Yes. Okay, so we have a ginormous map of the East Coast that my sister-in-law got us, and also one that Uncle OJ got us. But, yes. like, we oh. were going to do, like, dartboard-esque things, and now that the table's all the way over here, it does look pretty naky over there. Yeah. So you, so you were going to do, like, a real-life Pinterest on your wall? Basically. Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. figure it out eventually. Okay. Where are we going, Leslie? South Carolina! Good you fucking... Ooh. You read my notes. Where? You never sent them to me. Okay, her. we going. Leary, did you tell her? Uh, yeah, no, totally. While I I've been sitting right next to you. <laughs> I don't know sign language. You could have done something. Who does? Oh. No, we don't. We know the alphabet, and that's yeah. About that's it. more than I know. And thank you. I, I was, only no. What's the Okay, wait, can we talk about this really quick? Because this was hilarious. I know we didn't really talk about it last time we recorded, but they were laughing at us at the bachelorette party because we were, like, whispering to each other from opposite ends of the table, and they're like, we couldn't keep up. We didn't know what was going down. We just saw lips moving, and we're trying to figure it out. And then you guys knew exactly what was going on. I was like, dude... When we were in, like, middle school and high school, Leslie and I learned, like, the basics of sign language, and we would talk to each other in sign language across the room, so no one else knew what we were talking about. And they're like, what? I was like, yeah, no, we would, like, do the alphabet, and we knew random little things just so no one else in the room knew what we were talking about. They were fascinating. It's a little extra. Wait, who? It is. Like, Brittany, Tessa, and Lydia. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because that's when, um, <laughs> oh, you, we yeah. were talking about what's his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they're like, you just guys' like lips this. was just like hmm? exactly what we have no clue what is going on right now. You were there she for was the conversation, but when mentally, I was talking, <laughs> I was gonna say I heard that <laughs> mentally she yeah. wasn't there. But yeah, yeah so <laughs> because we were like, and they're like. <laughs> I remember that That's happening. Great. Yeah. It's just like pretzel. pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> I was eating pretzel with beer cheese. cheese. Yeah. To be fair, that's really important. Yes. 
It is, but I had to scrape all the salt off because there was what? too much. So- it was really bad. It no, it was. So I don't much. like salt on my pretzels either. It was either. like completely covered in salt. Yeah, there it was, was more just salt than the pretzel. Salt. But that's okay. No, I don't like salt like that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, South Carolina. Yes. Is this a person? A place? It is a person. Okay. We're doing a Thanksgiving homicide. Oh. But you're not going to know what's going on. Don't read my news. Too late. Stare at this side of your screen. <laughs> 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 so we're going to Rock Hill, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And we're going to meet the Robertson family. You probably know this because you watch Homicide for the Holidays. Is that a thing? It's yes. A, it's a TV There's show on Oxygen. Three seasons? Wait, it's on yeah. It's on what? Oxygen. Oxygen. Oh, I'm not going to watch that. You will. <laughs> you're right. It's worth it. No, it, you're probably right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Robinsons? Robertsons. Robertsons. If it's the Robinsons, I'm just gonna chime in every once in a while, yelling <laughs> "danger." <laughs> danger, danger, Will, Will Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> That's what? not even what. <laughs> what? Robinson. You're not allowed to ask what when you're the one that did it. <laughs> I heard it come out of my mouth. I felt it felt weird. I, I, I need more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. anyway. Okay. okay, in the Robinson family, there are four people. The mom is Terry. Mm-hmm. The dad is Earl. Earl! <laughs> I'm really glad somebody did it. Terry Earl. With an E or a Y? I. I or Y. It's I e. Terry? Terry. T-E-R-R-Y. Okay. They spell it with just an I. I know. My old coworker's name is like that. So anyway, I I thought you meant Earl. Earl. (laughs) I thought you were asking if Earl was spent. Early. (laughs) (laughs) Merle. So they had two sons. Jimmy is the oldest. Mm -hmm. His name is James. And then they had a son. They called him Chip, but his... (laughs) His actual name is Earl Robertson Jr. I can see. So, so, he went by so there's an Earl and a Chip. Don't no, get Earl is Chip. Okay. I'll throw you out there. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, Lawrence? No, you're... What? Leslie already said Lawrence no. earlier. No, I was... His whole name. I just thought that it was going to... Earl and Chip just sounds like a police like show in the 60s. It's close enough. And Terry. With an eye, though. Terry Crews. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I, could, I could go for that. It's a Y. They said I. No. No. no uh, Terry with an eye is like a cop. But it's, you were right. It's not. It was a... All right. No, Shit. she rewrote it. Oh. Because... <laughs> 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 it's, it's okay. Nobody ever sees my notes except for me. <laughs> Once they go on Patreon... Okay, anyway. Okay, sorry. So, Earl was a very important dude in a textile company. I don't know what that means. It means they made they this make stuff. Material, whatever. Uh, what so, you know he that? was like upper management. He but what lots... gang was he in? No, I'm saying I don't know what the name of the guy <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I was going to make a Breaking Bad reference, but that's... 
I wouldn't know. Auto. Yeah. What? I don't know. I didn't watch that. I I was the only one that watched it and I loved it. Ayo, bitch. I don't know. Science, bitch. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. So Earl was a manager at a textile company and he made lots and lots of money. Terry didn't necessarily have a job. She kind of took jobs because she wanted to. And their sons went jobless. Yeah, she was like a homemaker. Is that what they're called? Susie? Like a no, her like name house was Terry. <laughs> like what are they called? A homemaker? Susie. <laughs> <laughs> a, I don't know, a housewife. Anyway. Jobless. Name Susie. <laughs> she was financially secure because her husband made lots of money. And both of the boys went to very prestigious schools. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was a star student. He made it all the way to the Eagle Scouts. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to mean something? Is it, that's the highest that's of the, the highest Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. No, I'm... You weren't there. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what? Just continue. Okay. So Jimmy was accepted to Georgia Tech, and he was in the engineering program. They said he was super smart, and he was a math genius. Like, my son is a genius. And Chip, a.k.a. Earl Robertson Jr. So I technically think that's the other way around. Whatever. He went to Penn State. Wait, when you say it's the other way around, what do you mean? Earl Jr., a.k.a. Chip. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you better not change the name of the father and the son on us. Like. <laughs> no, no. And it happens that... all the time. You listen to the yeah. podcast. It happens all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, is, this is why I asked. <laughs> So Chip was also an extremely smart student. They said both of the boys were a geniuses. I don't know about that. And everyone said they basically had like rich white boy complex because their parents disciplined them. But it was basically like we took the car away from you and we took the family card away from you. And so they would be like, my parents abused me. But their parents never abused them. That's just a little side note. So like... Abusive what are those, parents. What are those two kids called out in California that like murdered their parents and they were like rich as shit? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't remember their names, but uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they murdered their parents so they could get the inheritance and they tried to make it like this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, huh. they sucked at it. Yeah. yeah. They mm-hmm. blew like half the money in two days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a Porsche and a. Drugs. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Something like that. That's like the girl in Brazil. She did the same shit to her parents. They were U.S. citizens, but they lived in Brazil. Yeah. Anyway. So, at this point in life, it is November of 1997. The boys are in their early 20s. So, they're like 24, 21, 22-ish. I even tried looking up their birthdays, and I couldn't find shit. It was just giving me the year. So I know, like, approximately. I even found... That's weird. Yeah. I found, like... I, we're not talking about it. It drove me nuts. Menendez. Yes. 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 So at this point, Jimmy is back home, and he's living at his parents' house. Chip is still off in college, and it is Thanksgiving week. Everyone is so excited because apparently Thanksgiving in Rock Hill, South Carolina, is, like, the most amazing thing Ever. That's it's probably I'm... some bomb food. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's that southern food, man. Of course it is. Oh, no. They didn't. We're getting there. I mean, I wouldn't know what their food was like because that never happened. Well, you'll understand. I wouldn't know what their food was like because in the show they didn't talk about it or in any of the things they don't talk about it because they was dead by the time Thanksgiving came around. Well, so no one that's like ruined. researched the fridge or the no. Freezer. Oh, okay. Lazy. So, that's I all guess that the crime is. didn't happen in the kitchen. <laughs> no, no. So leading up over here, <laughs> leading up to Thanksgiving, <laughs> um, the fucking clue. <laughs> oh, the clue. The game. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So leading up to Thanksgiving, Earl and Jimmy were getting the house ready. They were like doing all landscaping and stuff because Earl's mom was coming up from Florida. So they wanted everything to be perfect for Thanksgiving. Earl Sr. Yes. Okay. Not it, not Terry, the mom. Yes. Of Earl. I said Earl's mom. Yeah, I know. I got confused. I thought. Oh. Wait, who's coming from Florida? Uh, Earl Sr.'s mom. The, the grandma. Fa- the grandmother. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of okay. Earl. So, on November 25th, 1997, Earl didn't show up for work, which was very weird because he was always early. He never missed any meetings, and everyone was like, hmm, okay. But at the same time, Terry didn't show up for, like, her volunteering job, and she was supposed to go pick up a pie. She missed the appointment for picking up the pie, and then she didn't show up to work. So one of her coworkers was really worried because she's never late. She never misses anything. She's like, well, maybe she slept in. It doesn't sound like something she would do, but I'm just going to go check on her because maybe she slept in. So that's Debbie. Debbie Brisson oh, is Terry's coworker. Debbie and Terry. Mm-hmm. And then Earl's coworkers actually ended up calling the police to do a welfare check on them. They you mean concerned. a wellness check? It's a welfare. It's called. It's either one. Yeah. I've never heard it called welfare. Okay. Fine. We'll use wellness. No, I. I'm gonna keep saying welfare. Wife okay, is therapist. The... These are the things I hear. Wellness check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. <what> I did. <laughs> they did do the check, and this is the problem. Mm-hmm. Or where they. <laughs> so Debbie gets to the house and she's knocking on the front door. Everything's dark inside. So she's like, they're asleep. They what time did she check on them? It's around like nine in the morning. Okay. And no one's answering the front door. So she's like, fine, cool. I'll walk around the back of the house. Back door was wide open and the glass was also broken in on the door. So she opens the door and why are you looking at me like that? She wants to know what type of glass. No, no. <laughs> well, textile worker, it's important. They had a very Breaks nice house. Breaks through the glass <laughs> and cocaine just. <laughs> <laughs> so she went into the house and she's calling out for Terry and Earl. And she also knew that Jimmy might be there because she knew Terry had been talking about him. So she's calling out for everyone. She walks in through the kitchen and she's heading upstairs. And as you're heading up the stairs, you hit a landing and you have to turn right. And as she turned right, there was a naked body 
face down on the floor. And the whole hallway was covered in blood. So, <laughs> I was going to say one hell of a party, but like that was ten times better. <laughs> he so, said that's hot. <laughs> For anybody who didn't hear him. Which is everybody on the podcast. Yeah. So Debbie panicked and she was trying to find a phone. So instead of running downstairs, she runs into the bedroom. And in the bedroom, she finds a body wedged between the bed and the wall. And there is more blood everywhere. So at this point, she's freaking out. She totally forgets about the phone. And then in her head, she's trying to think like, oh, fuck, they're dead. The person who killed them could be in the house still. So she runs down the stairs and starts banging on the front door because she can't unlock the deadbolt that's on the door. Why didn't she go out the back door because where she came she just in went straight from. down the stairs? She was panicking. Wait a minute. So find... she couldn't unlock the deadbolt from the inside? It was jammed. The door was jammed. Uh, white people. <laughs> so, so she's It's like Hotel out. California. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and she's... <laughs> it wasn't 97, it was 57, and that's yeah. how the song came about. <laughs> Time traveling. So Debbie's at the front door, she's screaming, she's freaking out, and she's like trying to pull the door open, but she can't get the deadbolt out, all unlocked. And as she is screaming and freaking out, the cops show up that Earl's co-workers that called, how they wanted to do the Correct. wellness check. Don't look at me like the, that. I didn't. I side-eyed you. <laughs> so, you looked at him. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So they, they... Support is what is needed. <laughs> so they pull up. And Debbie's in the house, and she's screaming and banging on the door, and she keeps screaming, they're dead, they're dead. So the cop is, like, banging on the window and telling her to come over. So he lifts the window up, because apparently the fucking window was unlocked. So he lifts up the window and then pulls her out the window. And she just keeps screaming at him, they're dead, they're dead. And he's like, okay, I don't know what's happening. So he calls her back up, and the lieutenant comes, because he was, like, right after him. And they're like, we got to go in and figure out what's going on. The back door's open. Yeah, so they went through the back door instead of just climbing, Funny climbing how through the window. <laughs> you go into the place. I, they didn't really know. Because mm, they didn't really want to go in because they didn't know if the murderer was still in the house. But the two cops that got there first went through and secured the scene mm-hmm. and taped everything off. And then everyone decided, okay, he's going in. You ready for this shit? Because this shit is nasty. I'm, yeah. I mean, you don't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) We're too far. We're ready. We're ready. So nothing as good has happened yet, so. As the detectives went upstairs and to the right, they found Earl lying face down in nothing but a towel. So they assume I keep on writing early because y'all <laughs> Now, question, now are you spelling it with an I? No, E-A-R-L-Y, early. <laughs> see, see. I'm sorry. E-A-R-L. You were about to put I, weren't you? No, I put another Y. I'm done. Earl. <laughs> so, e. I'm just going to call him E. Yeah, yes. no, I did. I really did. E. So he had... Multiple blunt force traumas to his upper body, his head, and around him, there was brain matter on the walls. Sweet. 
He, hey. Yeah. He had a linear mark on his back since he was face down. They saw the bruising. It went from the base of his neck all the way down to his mid waist. They said it was about two inches wide and seven to eight inches long. So he's face down and they can see it. It's like going down his spine. Somebody hit him with something? Yeah. No. Sounds like he got hit with a sword. Or like in, like the back of an axe or something. Ooh. Yeah, two inches Wait. wide and seven to eight inches Just keep going. long. Just anyway. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. So then from there, they went to the bedroom and they found Terry. Her body was wedged between the bed and the wall. And just by looking down at the body, investigators saw that she had several wounds from a knife of some kind, and she also had uh, blunt force trauma wounds all over her. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was about to go crazy. So as they, like, went further into their investigation and they turned her over to kind of see what was happening, they noticed that she had lacerations all over her face and arms. She had one that went from her ear down to her neck. So it went like this. And she had two that kind of made a V shape on her neck like someone was trying to slit her throat. So it went from here to here and then from here to here. Like someone was trying to slit her throat. Mm-hmm. So someone just did a failed joker. Yeah, it was yeah. all really bad. <clears throat> and they also found defensive wounds on her, on her forearms and elbows. And she had a whole bunch of wounds in her wrist and then on one of her arms she had a stab wound that went from her the inner elbow so her ac all the way down to her wrist and it was so deep that her bones were sticking out ew what you want to tell i mean i think it's never mind mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also from the blunt force trauma her skull was so fractured that there were pieces broken off. And there was also, in one of her wounds, there was a piece of the knife because it had broken off in Holy her. shit. Like, what? Stab people correctly. That, that I mean, he they did. They, they used just... a cheap-ass knife. I know. That's like, why it broke in the head. This is why you need to buy Japanese knives. They... Not everyone is a chef like you. <laughs> Who said I am? You was. went to school. I didn't go to school for I that. I don't know. You did fancy things. Yeah. But that, <laughs> Not that. I, I was a sous chef at one point, but that's... See? All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they were examining the room and going through all the evidence, the first major clue that they found was on the floor next to Terry's body was Earl's wallet. His wallet was open. And they didn't know what the wallet was supposed to have, but from the looks of the wallet, it was probably missing some credit cards and cash. So they flagged all of his accounts because they were like, if someone uses his accounts, we're going to know what's going on. At this point, they had no fucking clue what happened. And they just assumed it was like a home invasion, like holiday home invasion. I was going to say, where's Jimmy at? We getting there because they didn't even know he was supposed to be there. Or if he was there. Or if they had children. Or what was going on. Trust me. This is Debbie crazy. was there. Debbie is screaming they're dead. Debbie yeah, is in but shock. that's enough time for her to tell him that, hey, Jimmy's supposed to be here. And Chip's you know, supposed to be Not unless they thought that not. Debbie killed him. This I don't know, Debbie. Because looked, she was on the scene. She's well, she wasn't really covered in blood. And from how, remember you take the a shower, murders? Duh. But she had, no she had some blood on her. 
Actually, she did out in her shoes because she kind of just ran through fucking crime scene. <laughs> but anyway, she's touching all over everything. Mm-hmm. She's sus. <laughs> <laughs> so, next bullet, Leslie. Investigators were informed by Debbie that she knew Jimmy, I fucking oh. spelled Kimmy, had moved back home and Chip was possibly home for the holiday since in two days it was going to be Thanksgiving. And at this point, the cops are like, fuck, Jimmy could have been kidnapped. Something could have happened. Like, if he was here and all this shit went down, someone might have kidnapped him. How old is Jimmy? Uh, They're in their 20s. Like, 24. They were just, at this point, they needed to figure out where's Jimmy and where's Chip, and we need to make sure they're okay. The One of the neighbors told them that Chip was in college in Philly, so they were trying to get a hold of Chip in Philly, and they haven't been able to get a hold of him because they were going to do a wellness check. So they called the police up there and were like, yo, check on this kid. And as they're looking through the whole house, because they're suspecting it to be a robbery, and they're like, the weirdest thing about this whole crime scene is nothing in the house was taken except for what could possibly have been in that wallet. And the house wasn't ransacked either. Like, the only mess was in the hallway and the bedroom. And they were like, there is thousands and thousands of dollars of like silverware like you know fancy silverware and yeah it's thanksgiving we're we gonna put out well the yeah fancy no shit. and they were also millionaires so they were like you would just assume to just take everything you didn't say he was a millionaire i'm getting there you can't i mean to be fair all... textiles drugs cocaine mm-hmm. all that stuff where did the drugs and cocaine That's, come from? It didn't actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, like, I missed something. I don't know. <laughs> we shit. just assume textile <laughs> means drugs. Also true. It's oh, textury. Yeah. That's okay. okay. Why so, is all right. <laughs> what an explanation. <laughs> so while they're looking at the house and it not being ransacked, they also like, they were just kind of backtracking and trying to figure out, like, what the hell happened. So when they went to the broken window, they realized that the glass from the window wasn't coming into the house. So if you're trying to get into the house, the glass is going to shatter into the house. Hmm. So all of the glass... I know about this. Shut the fuck up. We're not talking about it. Physics! My hand. We're not talking about it. You see the scar? That's from Cherry Dell because mm-hmm. I was inside the house and somebody was outside the house. No, no, no it was the way. opposite. I was yes. washing the dishes. Didn't let me in the house. I broke the back window. Your mom came running over. Of course my mother did. <laughs> I was bleeding. Wanted to stick her nose into everything everybody was doing. She was a nurse, so she came to help. That's what she my said. mother was never a nurse. <laughs> that's what she said. I know that's what she said. <laughs> that's not true. Do I, I sense mommy issues? Yes, we you do. Covered you do. This earlier. You already she, know. She helped me with calculus. I don't fucking you like math. Do, mm, <laughs> and just anyway. say Spent eight years getting it. Mm, mommy issues (laughs) (laughs) so the glass was going outside of the house versus coming into the house 
Stop looking at me. I don't like her sitting in front of me. Wait, Science, did you like bitch. punch it? Yes. yes. Oh. Okay, first of all. I was banging all, on the window for her to let me in, and she's just looking at me like, I was washing the dishes. And who bangs on the window? Bang on the wood. Okay, first off, you were always like that. Like, exactly. You would lock everyone out of everything all <laughs> Thank the you. time. Thank you. I said that. I only put him in the turtle sandbox once and sat on top of it, okay? That Yo, that shit was scary. Traumatize. <laughs> See, it's you funny. got everyone all upset. And now look what happened. <laughs> Things are going down. Literally. I still have a scar on my hand. Yo, I still have... It's like, okay. I'm still scarred mentally from being stuck inside a sandbox with a... How long were you in there? I don't for? know. Not that long. long. Probably like an hour. Probably like... Yeah, I was no, going to no, say no, probably no. an hour. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not that long. It's long. No, because mom was in the backyard. That doesn't so mean So it was anything. literally like it happened and then I had to run. He probably thought I was sitting on it longer than I really was. It was probably half an hour at I least. I mean, no. to be fair, I was stuffed into a <laughs> turtle sandbox... <laughs> That, that had no light. Fit in. Like, also, yeah, how did I fit in that? Like, we, just, we, like, were, we met child. each other when we were five. I know, but I'm just like thinking of the, like, how. You were itty bitty. Yeah, you were tiny. I mean, we used uh, to. That's true. I mean, we used to yeah. sled on top of the shell. Yeah, if oh, we could shit, fit on top right. of the shell, you totally can fit inside the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, depth wise. That's what I'm. You were just a skinny kid. You just got a big head. It could fit a lot of stuff in it. Dead bodies. We used, we used to, to have that big dump truck in there that pretty sure was bigger than you. The Tonka truck. Anyway. So, broken glass. Right, right, right. right. So, it was in my finger for a while. Shut oh the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, they found, they found a broken <laughs> kitchen knife in the bed. So when they're doing their investigating, the knife that was, was broken. Was it their kitchen knife? Yes. Okay. It was. A, was it a Wustoff? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I saw a picture of it. <laughs> I saw a picture of it. And uh, it was a 10-inch serrated kitchen knife. Oh, so it was a bread knife. No. The one that they showed it was not a bread knife. But oh, that's really? what they, yeah. I'll oh, show you pictures of it. It was one it. of those weird cheap Walmart ones where it's like a chef's knife, but it has like. Like a steak knife kind of thing? I don't know. It was like curvy. No, it wasn't. Curvy? What? Are you... Yes, it was. Le- the watch... only knife that's a curvy knife is a... It's a scythe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> get out of here. We can't get out of here because I still need you. <laughs> anyway. We chopped them down. Wait, we'll we'll see. later. <laughs> Maybe they needed it for their bushes. Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> what did that? Why, why would it? you use? <laughs> it's a mini site. Like, she no. said it was curved. Can you just like it's imagine like Miss Cat like with all of her it's bushes like... out front with like a little knife just going like this on the tree? <laughs> I was like, wait. Oh my I, did you see my pickaxe keychain? They had one made for me. Because yeah. we were talking about it. Now we're going to need a mini scythe. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So they didn't know because of how violent the crimes were. They didn't know if it was like a crime of passion or a crime of hate. So like they didn't know if it was someone who 
was in love with one of them and was like, I can't have you. Nobody can have you. I'm going to kill you. Or if it was just like, I fucking hate you. You've ruined my life. Kind of, I'm going to kill you sort of thing. Crime of passion. Mama mm-hmm. took the credit card away from Jimmy. It sounds like a soap opera. Like, it, honestly. It really is. So by 2 p.m., because all of this shit happened at nine, 9 in the morning. So this all all of this shit that we're talking about is happening on the same day. Okay. So around 2 p.m., they still haven't heard anything from Philly about Chip or Jimmy. I forgot this part. So oh. as they are looking through the house, they find a letter on, like, the wet bar. And it's from Jimmy. And it says, Mom and Dad going to pick up Chip from Philly to bring him home for the holiday. Love, Jimmy. That's not even a good note. Like, what? I don't know. This kid's so dumb. So the investigators are like, okay, well, if Jimmy's going up to meet Chip, hopefully, like, he'll be intercepted by the Philly cops and we'll know that he's okay. Because they can't call him because he doesn't have a cell phone. It's 97. They had cell phones? I mean, yes, but he didn't have a cell phone. It wasn't, like, a thing that... Yeah, right, with, like, a million dollars. Car phones. No. No. I-95 is going to be shut down. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking for him. They ain't going to shut it down. Well, they're not going to shut it down. Okay. I, uh, doctors Amber at that point alert. had car phones, so it looked like a regular house phone yeah, in the middle of the car. Yeah, but he didn't have one. Trust he ain't that Thank rich if he doesn't have what one. A car phone was. Mm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure his dad might have had one, <laughs> what but What if he half didn't the have... people here are so young, they don't oh, even know God, what that I is? Know. Stop. We know what no. it is. No. They don't know what that is. We'll watch... put a picture of a car no, phone. No, 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 no. Yes. Watch the night at the Roxbury. Explains all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, true. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway. Nathan probably doesn't even know what a car phone was. I do. We're not My ta- dad's uh, Dodge Grand Caravan had one. Oh. That's weird. That's a weird. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a weird car to put it in. Where yeah. do you? Where does it go? We're not talking about this. <laughs> it, it's just logistics. This is like, an after hours conversation. It was, it was definitely aftermarket because, like, where the essentially middle console should have been yeah in between the two seats that's where the phone it was, was gone and then there was just a phone <laughs> on a pole i have a question oh my god i have a question did it have an answering machine with it it didn't work what? what why would you do all that with what i i had i know of it because i saw it because it was in my dad's old van right it, it wasn't operational by the time he got it. That's unfortunate. But was it one of the perks for the car, like when they sold it to you? don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to ask like him. 10. I do yeah. want to know what a car answering phone or answering machine sounds like. Ring, ring, Hi, welcome to my car. I'm driving. <laughs> I'll call you back when I fucking feel like it. <laughs> Red light conversations. <laughs> Ooh. District or light lights? Light lights. <laughs> okay, anyway. We don't go to the red light district. It's, it's not okay. We don't go there. Go, 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 go. Okay, so they hadn't heard from Jimmy or Chip, and they called Earl's mom because they were like, well, she's kind of the next of kin since we can't get a hold of their children. Mm-hmm. So they call Earl's mom, and she was like, hold up. What are you talking about? Jimmy is supposed to be on his way to come get me because I'm coming over for Thanksgiving. Like, I'm packed and I'm ready and I'm waiting for him to come get me. She's not even worried about (laughs) them dying. 
She's just worried about Wait. getting picked up. It's because she didn't like uh, Terry. <laughs> right? You're saying Terry's dead? Fine. <laughs> Get me up there. <laughs> yeah, so she was really confused about that whole situation. But at the same time, they're canvassing the neighborhood to see if like anything weird is going on in the neighborhood. So they find a mysterious vehicle behind the Robertson's house. It's a blue Honda. And no one in the neighborhood knows whose car this is. They're like, that's not their car. Because we know all of their cars. And it's not anyone's car. So they go through the car. And they also run the tags. And the car belongs to a man named Douglas Moon. So they go and they... To Douglas's house. That's me running to Douglas. Shut up. That did not look like running. Are you running I in had... parachute pants? Like, what's yes. happening? <laughs> yes. It is the 90s. Yeah, it's 97. Oh, yeah. So they get to the house and they're like, do, do, do. That was my knocking on the door. Oh, stop with the sound effects. I'm sorry. Just keep going. <laughs> I don't understand. So oh, yeah. <laughs> so they get to the house and they're like, Mr. Moon. You know about this car? And he was like, uh, yeah, that is my car, but my daughter was driving that car. And the last time I saw my daughter was at three in the morning, and they're like, okay, well, what did she say? And he was like, she told me she had to run out of the house to take her friend Aaron Savage to the hospital because they got hurt at three in the morning. And they were like, okay, so now we need to figure out. Is this a Aaron? Actually, Jimmy? No. Do, oh. do, do, do. We're getting there. So. <laughs> what? 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 The fuck? Uh, so. Okay, John Cena. Randy Savage. I know. I, I don't know. Leslie over here doing John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> so. They check the hospital that's closest to the area that Meredith told her dad that she was taking Aaron to. Mm-hmm. There is no record of either Meredith or Aaron ever being checked into that hospital since that, like, the time frame they should have been there. Sure. So they found Aaron Savage. Mm-hmm. Is it Aaron? Like E R I N? Yes. Oh. With a Y. It's not A A Ron. No. That's what it's, I it's, it's with a Y. Earn. 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 Yep. It's Merle. No. Earn. Merle from like Aaron. Walking Dead? Aaron. Merle. Right? Yeah. But Aaron. I thought it was A-A-Ron, not A-A-Ron. <laughs> no, it's it's the girl spelling of Aaron. Okay. Yeah. With a Y. No. Aaron me. No, I'm... Oh, my God. So... I, you did it she, last time, so I don't. I don't know if you're actually going to do it. She's not. No, she's not. I'm watching her. I'll <laughs> you're supervising. I am. <laughs> all the time. They, they always wait for me to finish writing. I'm like, no, just keep on going. It's like, no, you're you're still writing. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they get a hold of Erin and they take her to the police department to question her. And she's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, and she the uh, it's so confusing at this part. So Aaron it was, was covering for Meredith because she was like, yeah, I mean, she did come over, but we didn't go to the hospital. And they were like, because mm, at first she told them they did and then they didn't. And they're like, look, just fucking tell us what happened. Aaron is covering for Meredith meeting up with her boyfriend, Jimmy. But, I knew it. But Aaron didn't know anything other than that. She was like, 
I know she was going to meet her boyfriend, but I don't know why. Like, I just figured, like, a hookup or something. So, at this point, the cops are, like, she freaking out. She wanted their out. money. I the mean. What? Money. Oh, no. I didn't know what you said. I don't know. Aaron's, Aaron's, not Aaron, Meredith's family was just as well off as Jimmy's. Okay. okay. So, it's kind of like the little neighborhood of I want to see this no, neighborhood. No, I thought she said nunny, like, meaning nookie. And That's I what I thought like, she said. Yeah, Wait, so did okay. you say money or nunny? I said money. Okay. I thought I said money. When we I heard money. I will it's isolate this later. And yes, I know. This. I know. <laughs> Write the time down. 47. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they didn't know whether or not like Meredith was kidnapped with Jimmy or Meredith was going to be found dead on the side of the road because they don't know where the fuck she is. They don't know where Jimmy is and everyone's freaking out around Five o'clock, they finally got a hold of Chip. Okay. Like, the cops finally were able to get a hold of him. They ex- he's still at school? Mm-hmm. He's okay. up in uh, Philly. So the Philadelphia police told him what happened, and they did not get the reaction they thought they were going to get, because he was just like, oh, okay. Like, they were like, we found your parents brutally murdered. And he was just like, okay. I can understand the sentiment. Oh! <laughs> And they were I'm just sorry, like, was that this too is... mean? <laughs> they, they weren't really expecting that from him. He tells them he doesn't know anything about what happened, and he's been in Pennsylvania the whole time, that he had absolutely nothing to do with anything that happened to his parents. And he just kept reiterating that to the cops. And they're like, yeah, okay, we get that, but dude, your parents are dead. And he's like, I understand that, but you're not understanding. I didn't do shit. <laughs> and they're like, okay. So they thought that was very weird. So as they're talking to all of the neighbors, around 8 a.m., one of the neighbors had seen Jimmy and a young lady they had never seen before walking away from the house, getting into the car, and they were, like, putting stuff in the trunk. And Jimmy even waved to the neighbor and asked him to come over so they could talk. And he was like, no, I can't right now. I'm doing some stuff, but I'll see you later. So at this point, they're like, okay, well, Jimmy got out of the house. So either they died after he left or they were murdered before he left, and we don't know if he knows what happened or, like, what the fuck is going on. Maybe they were just sleeping in the basement and didn't know what happened, and then they just left. It's still quiet in the house. We're just going to sneak out. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Why are they going to sneak out at 9 o'clock in the morning? It's 8 It was 8. You well, never know. You never know. People could be sleeping. It's a holiday week. Yeah, but why are you sneaking out, though? That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know. I don't oh, know. No, why would you sneak out something. at eight o'clock I'm in the sorry. morning? I'm well, sorry. I mean, in your early twenties, I don't. We weren't. I don't know. Anyway, so mm-hmm. that's okay. that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. around nine a.m., so an hour after the neighbor saw Jimmy and the young lady leave, Earl's card was actually pinged at a convenience store. But they didn't think anything too sus about it because they're like, oh, well, he's going on a road trip to either pick up his brother or his grandmother. So maybe they were getting snacks. <laughs> so they think that he just borrowed the card for this road trip. So they're not really Wait. thinking anything of it other than like tracking him to make sure he's doing okay and figuring out if he's going to Philly or figure out if he's going down to Florida. Wait. Okay. Wait. So they pinged his credit card and they were like, yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing to see here. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, because they didn't know if he oh borrowed it from God. his dad, and at this point, they haven't really been able to talk to him, because he's in a car. No, I get that, but, like... Without a car phone. But, like, 
you you found out where he was and his parents are brutally murdered and you but just no, went no. but this I is like five o'clock yeah, at night this now. is yeah. five o'clock at night and that was nine in the morning they the car oh, was pink. Oh, oh so i'm just telling you things they're finding out i thought you were saying that like they on. figured it out at five and they were like ah, you know it's fine he's cool <laughs> it's fine <laughs> as they're investigating all of the family life and talking to all the neighbors and just figuring out like what the hell is going on with the family so there are some major issues that they had found out Especially around Jimmy. The two dead bodies. Oh my I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, family, family tension. So, Jimmy had been hospitalized two years before this happened. The court documents show that it was over concern that he would hurt someone, especially Terry, because he was threatening her all the time. Mm. And he had actually been in and out of jail due to drugs. And as this happened... He was on probation. Okay. And he was actually on probation for burglary because he robbed one of their next door neighbors. It's actually the next door neighbor that he said hi to was the neighbor that he robbed. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm not lying. So He's that was the to neighbor. Sound like my brother. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Like everything but the jail times. <laughs> so. <laughs> he's out on probation and the probation officer was actually there the day before they found the bodies and he had um it's perfect timing yeah now he was in the clear nobody would come and check up on him oh wait so what what go ahead no so his probation officer came over the day before right but they found alcohol and drugs in jimmy's possession so he violated his probation okay so they're like trying to figure out what the hell to do with him but as he's take out on probation, they didn't take him anywhere. <laughs> I, I know, but like, isn't that what's supposed to? Supposed to. It's supposed right, to happen. Right. But when you got influential white parents that got lots of money and you a white dude. Continue. Anyway. <laughs> wow. So Terry was like so excited about Jimmy moving back because she was like, yes, he can move back and everything's going to be great. And Earl was like, no, fuck this kid. He's blown his chances so many times. He got kicked out of school because he was failing all of his classes due to his Ritalin addiction, and he was also addicted to other illegal substances. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's that. That was my thought. So we're gonna get there. Textiles, cocaine. <laughs> so. Cocaine. So one of the stipulations for Jimmy moving back in was that he would have to find a job and pay rent. Come to find out he wasn't doing that. Shocker. Yeah. So now at this point, everyone's like, hmm, this doesn't sound good. Like, maybe we should actually find them and not be concerned whether or not they're okay because they're turning into, like, our prime suspects as far as Meredith and Jimmy. And one of the biggest fucking things they found out, that he had been financially cut off by his parents, that they took away his car, all the credit cards, and his inheritance, because he was, he got kicked out of school. And they were just like, you don't really deserve it, because you're not keeping up your end of, like... The deal. Yeah. And also, they were like, you've basically been handed everything by us, so now you need to kind of learn how to fucking do something for yourself. That was his dad's stance on it, and his mom was just like, no, leave me alone. So, man, I don't know. So at this point, they're like on an interstate manhunt for Meredith and Jimmy, but they don't know whether or not Meredith is a victim in all of this as well. Because they're like, she doesn't really seem like she would have a motive. 
like Jimmy does from everything that they found out. They're like, so maybe he fucking kidnapped her. And what if we find her on the side of 95 dead? And it's going to be a problem. Mm. So. Because it wasn't before. No. No. We had no, no problems before this. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. So they got a hit on the credit card in Virginia. And then they got a hit on the credit card again in Maryland. So they're like, okay, he's going to Philly. He's not going to Florida. It took them this long to figure out that he was going to Philly. I mean, it was 97, I mean. 95. Oh. <laughs> the year. 1997. <laughs> oh. oh not God. the road. <laughs> be real strange if She'll he somehow get it ended day. up in, well, no, I guess 97. If he ended up in Virginia on 97, that would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very far out. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, they're like, bitches. Like, now they have this whole thing in their head that, okay, he's not just going to pick up his brother. What if he's going to kill his brother? Since he was, they were like, What's okay. What's he going to get from his brother? Nothing. The full inheritance? Yeah, he wouldn't have to split it with someone. They're like, if they kill, if he killed his oh. parents, and then the missing link to solving his issues, we just killed the brother. Guess who's getting it now? Grandma. Terry's <laughs> dead. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so they check all the phone records from the house because they're like, okay, well, he obviously called the girlfriend at three in the morning, but we need to see if anyone else knows anything since Chip is acting weird. And he called Chip 10 minutes before he called Meredith at 3 a.m. What mm-hmm. a phone call that could be. Yeah. So they're like, Maybe Jimmy told him what he what he did or what he was going to do. And does Chip even know what happened? Which is like why he was like, I didn't do anything. I've been in Pennsylvania this whole time. When they were at Philly, goddamn, I can't think English. <laughs> when they were in Philly. Oh, no. So they're scoping out. What is that thing called when they scope them out? Stakeout? Yeah. I was gonna say investigate, so Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, sort I mean, of whatever. Yeah. They're chilling outside of like Chip's dorm room. <laughs> They're chilling outside Hiding of Chip's with the bush. Chips. No, <laughs> my they're <wife>. like <laughs> they're like parked on episode. Patrick and Epish side you the street, and you're trying to watch what Jimmy's doing. <laughs> they're trying to watch what Chip is doing. He was close. Oh yeah, that's right. His name is Chip. Yeah, Shit. so they're trying to watch what Chip is doing, and Earl they have Jim. like all these cars staked out. So they see. A car pull up to Chips of Dorm Complex. That's what that thing is called. Yo. I thought you were going to say Chips Ahoy. Because <laughs> you said Chips A. I can't. I can't English. It's not working. What if they said that when they saw him come out? <laughs> Chips Ahoy. Chip Ahoy. Oh, my God. Someone needs to be awarded a medal if that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> So, as they pulled up, the police spotted uh, Jimmy and Meredith in the car, and they just came out, and they surrounded the car, and they were like, put your hands up, put your hands up, and they arrested them. You said it so calm. Put your hands up! Uh, what? <laughs> Get out of here. So, they immediately separated we them. Dancing? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the song. No, I can hear it in my head. Never mind. What I don't know what we're doing. I have no idea. The hands up song. So put your hands up. No, I was like thinking Ludacris. Oh. I thought I you meant, what, how does the rest of the oomph song no? go? I'm no, like, I'm not okay. thinking that song. I'm thinking early 2000s music. Okay. My okay. bad. 
they they kidnap them. They arrest them. They detain them. Oh my god. <laughs> they arrest them and they separate Meredith and Jimmy. And they're interrogating Jimmy, but he's not talking. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And my parents were alive when we left the house. And I didn't know anything. Like, he told them that he wasn't supposed to be the one to pick up his grandma, that they had decided that his mom was picking up the grandma. So he didn't wanted to surprise his parents. So he just left a note and left without them knowing. He said that when he called Meredith at three in the morning was because he told her that she needed to come over so they could leave soon to go pick up Chip from Philly. So he left a note saying he was going to go to Philly when they but all he thought he was to going to Florida. Him? No. So he thought that his mom, what oh, he told okay, them is that okay, his mom okay. was going down to Florida to get his grandma. Mm. And he wanted to surprise his parents by last minute getting his brother. So okay. he decided two days before Thanksgiving, I'll leave a note. And go get my brother. So Chip was never supposed to come down for no. Thanksgiving. No. Okay. Mm-mm. That explains his reaction. Mm-hmm. Meredith is telling them that Jimmy called and he was like, no, we're going to Philly to get my brother. So she's like running with that story for like a couple hours and then she finally breaks and she's like, fine, I'll tell you what really happened. Yo, oh. shit is fucked up. Just throwing that Meredith the snitch. Yeah, she is. <laughs> You ready, Freddy's? Yes. Are you sure you're ready, Freddy's? Okay. So, Meredith is a snitch. Yes. So she is about to start talking. She gonna get them stitches. (laughs) She, she, I feel really fucking bad for her, but we're gonna get there. Like, I, I know, I seriously, I feel really bad for her. Bless you. This is the story that Meredith told, which completely lines up with everything that the investigators had kind of had in their heads that had gone down. So it is 3 a.m. on November 25th. And Jimmy calls her and he's very upset and he's just telling her, you need to come over. She's like, "Okay, cool. Let me just like get out of the house real quick and I'll tell my dad that I'm doing whatever. So that's how the whole Aaron thing came up. When she got there, he was... I don't want to say belligerent, but he was real fucking upset. And they're sitting there talking about everything. And she said that while they were having a conversation, he crushed up Ritalin pills, about three of them, and snorted them like cocaine. And he had about 30 milligrams of Ritalin from snorting it. Which is a fucking lot, considering they only give you 10 milligrams. So, he was telling her about an argument that he got into with his father earlier that day. That his dad told him he was going to invest into a golf course. But Jimmy was fucking livid. Because he was pretty sure his dad was going to use his inheritance. And Jimmy was like, I don't want my dad using that shit towards my inheritance. Like, taking money away from my inheritance. Because what the fuck am I going to get? But, like, I'm cut off Nothing. anyway. Nothing. They already told you you're not getting shit. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so they had gotten to this whole argument, and Terry was trying to calm, calm it down, but it wasn't really working. So that conversation just pushed Jimmy over the edge. And she said that they're sitting there, and Jimmy just kept saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill my parents. And to his parents? Or to, no, to Meredith, Meredith. Okay. as like they were while they were talking about it. But at this point, he had already threatened his mother in front of his dad. 
Like that, like when he went to the hospital two years ago, he was threatening his right. mom. And then every once in a while, when he would come home and he'd be like on drugs or whatever, he would threaten his parents all the time because they would always tell him that they're going to take away his inheritance or they would take away his credit card and then he wouldn't have any money. So he'd have to go pay rent and get a like job and <laughs> yeah, be a productive do member of things. society. I don't want to <laughs> do things. Yeah. So Meredith said that when they were sitting there, they heard Jimmy's father's alarms go off for work. Mm-hmm. So they knew it was about five in the morning because he gets up at five in the morning for work. So when his second alarm went off, they heard it get turned off. And then a little while later, they heard the shower running. At this point, Jimmy gets up and walks away from Meredith. He puts a pair of socks on his hands. He go- <laughs> I know. He grabs. <laughs> I mean, he had a smart idea, but at the same time, it wasn't because, like, the reenactment, I was just. That's like, why it broke off in her head. The socks? No. Yeah, he didn't have a good enough grip on it no. to pull it out. Okay, that's a good theory, though. But it's not. Why? Oh, God. Okay. So he puts it. <laughs> Can you hear that in the thing? Yes. Come get out of here. I just like imagine, like I know he used a knife, but I just imagine a baseball bat. Mm. Like just someone swinging a baseball bat with socks on their hands. Yeah. (laughs) So what the fuck? Okay, so he gets the socks and he puts them on his hands. (laughs) He goes into the... Are they grippy socks? No. No, they were just like some regular old just white socks. It's not those stratosphere socks. What are you talking about? They didn't... Stratosphere socks? What are you talking about? The, ones the stratosphere the... socks have like the super grips on them, on the bottom. I was just talking about like the hospital ones. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of hospital socks. Yes, well, stratospheres are better. I don't know. I like wearing my hospital That was not socks. a plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Unless they want it to be. Hey. I mean, we did go there for the bachelorette party. Oh. Wait. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Yeah. Stratosphere. Strat- we no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Trampoline He's upset because he wasn't invited to the bachelorette No, no, that's not. I'm, mm-hmm. what I, I thought Stratosphere was a sock company until oh, just no. now. Oh, it, God. It's like Sky Zone. Yeah. That's oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so he grabs a knife and a hammer. He walked upstairs and he went into the parents' bedroom. At this point, Meredith said she just heard screaming, just like blood-curdling screaming about Jimmy, why are you doing this? Jimmy, stop. She like she said it was going on for a while and she could hear all of the commotion. So she plugged her fingers in her ears and just kept saying la 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 because she didn't want to hear it. And then all of a sudden it just went silent. And how long did it take for it to be silent? I don't know. I didn't really say. And then how many la la las? I don't know. Chick looked like she was going nuts though. Um, We're gonna do an experiment, okay? We need to time this out. La 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 la. Yeah. So it went. She said it went silent for a little bit, and then she heard the shower stop. And at this point, I'm like, okay, how could you not hear your wife screaming while you're in the shower? That's what I was gonna say. But I don't know. But how big was the house? I can't even hear my kids when they're right outside the door screaming at me. That's true. I don't. That's that's. I, I don't yeah. know. And they never like. I didn't know if it was like an ensuite, so I didn't know if it was like in there. No. 
CBC. But I don't, no. but I don't think it was because he was, he was in the hallway yeah. when everything happened. So that's why I was like, mm. yeah. If, if, if the bathroom's like in a whole nother yeah like place, yeah, you, you, you ain't hearing it. You're not gonna hear it. I'm telling you, I don't. My kids, mom, mom. I'm like, yo, open up the door because I can't hear you. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> they she hears the shower stop. And then she hears walking in the hallway. Jimmy hit his dad with the claw end of the hammer. And then he continues to stab his father, but like in the front. So he hit him. So he fell forward. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess backwards. So he was on his back and he's just like stabbing him. We're getting there. So when he, he finishes what he's doing and he goes downstairs to talk to Meredith (laughs) and as they're downstairs, like, she's just still in shock that this even happened. And then they heard noise from upstairs. So Jimmy realized that his dad wasn't dead. He calmly walks his ass upstairs, grabs a baseball bat, and just continually smashes his father in the back because his dad had flipped over and went to crawl away. And he just, he killed him. He did that until uh, his dad was dead. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So at this point... She was like, he, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with him. Like, he just, like, he didn't seem like a zombie, but, like, he was just like, I don't know. It was so weird. He went downstairs, like, he took a shower, changed his clothes, put all of his bloody clothes in a bag, and then he got, he took another shower because he didn't want to get more blood on things. I don't know. He got dressed went downstairs, wrote the notes to his parents, went to the back door, and broke the window. And then he called Chip again. (laughs) And when they were standing there and Meredith is like, what the fuck do we do? Like, what? Like, I don't even know what's happening. Uh, Jimmy just kept telling Meredith that Chip would be very proud of him for what he just did. As far as all the evidence goes, like, her snitching on him... It, like, everything that happened lined up with the crime scene, obviously. But the biggest part was they didn't have any physical evidence tying them to the murder. Like, they didn't have any of the weapons. They didn't have any of his clothes. So they needed all of that. And she said that when they were driving, they got off on the Jersey Turnpike at the first rest stop. And he took the bag out of the trunk and just threw it in a dumpster. So they were like, fuck yes. We need to go to Jersey. So they called the Jersey police, but they were freaking out because they're like, by this point, it's almost a full day later. Mm -hmm. So the fucking trash people probably came and took that shit away. But with it being the holiday, their schedules was their schedules were off. (laughs) So they went there, and the bag was in the trash can and the dumpster. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. But yeah, no, I like. Mm, they had pictures of the bag, and I was like, "What the fuck?" This kid messed up in so was many it bloody? Ways. I mean, yeah, he had all. <laughs> no, it was clothes. clean. He just put clean clothes. In Do there, you right? no most fucked up part? So they're going through this bag of all of the evidence, and then uh, they showed the T-shirt that he was wearing. It was a white T-shirt with a picture of himself on the front. Like, you know how people, like, get those, like, yeah, his parents made t-shirts for when he graduated high school, and they had t-shirts of himself, and it was just covered in fucking blood. The level of petty is Jeez. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I, I don't even, I can't even, I was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, I don't know. <laughs> so, Jimmy was charged with the murders of his parents, and they said that Meredith, like, a lot of the people felt really bad for her because she literally had no clue what she was getting into. She took a plea deal that if she testified against him, she would get charged with accessory after the fact and not an accomplice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was found guilty and was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Damn. What? Yeah. And she literally did nothing but sit in the living room and sit in the car. But, but because uh, she knew she everything. Knew. Well, yeah. no, I was going to say she was there though. She didn't try calling the cops. She could have called when she heard the screams. Yeah. And she didn't. I understand she's under stress. She's in shock, whatever. And she's on rugs. But she never called anyone. And that whole time, she did not try and stop him. Yes, it's her life and everything, but I can see why they charged yeah, her. Yeah, and... I, I, I don't... Th- charging her's fine, but why did the defense not go for, like, something along the lines of not an insanity plea, but, like, you know... They could have claimed that she disassociated the entire time. Well, and, well, and not even that, because even the prosecutors were saying that they felt they should have just kind of said she felt threatened, because if she tries to stop yeah. him, what's yeah. going to stop yeah. him from killing her? Exactly. So it was just like... So she, who messed that up? Her lawyers, because the prosecutors were like, she could have got <laughs> off. We were watching the show the other night, like every episode... I was. I came up with a better defense than what they did. <laughs> and Sounds just... like somebody needs to go to law school, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not heartless enough. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. You could I'm be so... like a pro bono one. You could be like Daredevil. Yeah, but they don't make any money. I know, but whatever. No. But you get to wear a cool mask. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Leslie. But, like, but I'm blind also, so like there's that. <laughs> well, so Meredith served, I think, about 15 years. She didn't serve her full sentence. That's still ridiculous. Yeah, I know. And she's married now, and she has a new life. So she and just got out recently. She got out in 2007. I was going to say. Wait, like how 2009. is that 15? That's not 15 no, I don't know. years. She, That's 20. What? Hmm? No, she got out in 95. 15. Her trial was before his trial. Oh. Wait, wait, it was 97. Yeah, it's 97. Like, what? Why am I thinking 95? Did we? Oh, yeah, because the highway. Yeah, all right. I'm like, wait a minute. That is, that math makes no sense. (laughs) Whatever. No one, no one understood what just happened. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Once Y2K hit, it's like all math with years. It's like, what? I just have everything to everything was five to years year ago. It is. Exactly. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Ninety-five was five years ago, guys. Anyway. So Jimmy's trial. Yes. During his penalty phase, his attorneys were trying to save him from the death penalty by saying him and his mother both suffered from manic depression, which is bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. It used to be manic depression, now it's bipolar disorder. And they also argued that his frontal lobes were abnormal. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but, we like reached in again. Yeah. 
<laughs> Big mind. <laughs> so they did a shit ton of psych evaluations on him. They had multiple psychiatrists come in, be, um, some for the prosecution, some for the defense. And then he didn't like the psychiatrist because none of them were saying that he was mentally ill. So then he kept calling, telling them to get more psychiatrists in and every single psychiatrist is coming up with the same thing. <laughs> that he is not mentally ill, he's just entitled. Yeah. And he was quote unquote triggered because his dad was going to use the, his inheritance. They're like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just selfish. He's just a piece of shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his defense argued after that, since no one was coming up with like, he's Chrissy, mm-hmm. that uh, his Ritalin triggered, his Ritalin abuse triggered a psychotic episode. My God, the amount of... God. The the mental jumps that are being made in mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Yeah. should be Circus Olay or some shit. Hey. <laughs> so in June of 1999, he was convicted and sentenced to death for murder of his parents, armed robbery, and financial transaction card fraud. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And nothing ever happened to Chip. Nothing was ever like conclusively figured out. Did they ever find out why he was like, he would be so proud of me? Because because they would get the money. Basically. But because Jimmy went to jail, Chip became the sole inheritor of over $2.2 million. Bam! Mm-hmm. Living mm. like a king in Philadelphia. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, fresh you gotta prince, say the best fresh part, Fresh prince of Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, I'm not there yet. Okay. Huh? We're not there what? yet. What? No, 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 no. Oh, apparently you I'm and I are literally... the only two that don't know <laughs> no, where this no. goes. Yeah, I, I mean, you can I say I was going to say, I'm telling you right now that I don't know why. I've re-watched, like, all of these Homicide for the Holidays three times at least. So it's... Okay. okay. Continue. Continue. You can say it because I'm going to get there. I mean, that's there. a okay. weird okay. flex, but so... oh, okay. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> so... I don't know what's happening. This is during, like, I found, like, these little things that kind of really totally pissed me off about Jimmy while he's on death row. So. <laughs> Screw all the other stuff. Yeah, no. I'm so okay this with is, that. this is, this is, like, his all after his bullshit and. So, while he is on death row, Jimmy has met girls through online dating services mm-hmm. and sends holiday cards to his prosecutors who, to the prosecutors who sent them there. So he's constantly beating chicks while he's on death row and being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, this nope. kid. The level of petty that yeah. he has oh, used. Just wait. There's for more? This, there, oh, no. Jesus. And in two bullets, we're going to get to one that this, she's probably going to go. How is he meeting online chicks? Because he's getting people to sneak in cell phones oh, in the jail. Okay. Um, Buttholes. But that also happens. Like, that's a... Like, look at uh, Ted Bundy and, like, all the yeah. women that he ended up... There's also pen pals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. you can go through a list of people and be like, I'll just write that one and see how it turns yeah. out. And, and then they get married. Yeah, and they, you can send pictures, but they can't be explicit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, they can be. They're just not going to get to you. The guards yeah, are going to get yeah. them for later. <laughs> so, in dozens of court hearings... <laughs> oh! <laughs> she did that. <laughs> I hit the alarm button. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Code white. Code white. So in dozens of court hearings since his conviction, uh, he has never once apologized or shown the slightest bit of remorse for what he has done. And he has never mentioned his parents by name. Whenever he talks about his parents, he does not use their names. What does he say? Like, uh, from what I watched, it was like he used him, her, she. He never really. Uh, he didn't even say. So like, he didn't say mom or dad guy. either. Mm-mm. Okay. And they said every time he's in court or anything, he's just he's always staring directly at the cameras. And if they move, he moves to stare at them because he just wants to be on in the spotlight. <laughs> so this is a good one. Ready? Ready? Oh. Ready? On important days, he will send flowers to people. So on the 10th anniversary of the day he killed his parents, he sent flowers to his parents' church with a card addressed from him. He does it every year. But on the 10th year, he sent like an extravagant thing of flowers. What Mm -hmm. a jerk. I feel like it's going to get worse. You said he's on death row? Yes. It takes so is his no. brother like still financing him? Yes. Okay. Yes. His brother has stood by him the entire time. The entire time. And he financially backs him. Yes. The entire time. Mm-hmm. The entire time. The entire time. I only heard it was half the time. <laughs> no, it's no, the, the entire, entire time. time. <laughs> but kind of, sort of, we're going to get there because something happens with his brother. A couple of days before, he, he was supposed to be... Lethal injected in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they said maybe about a week before he had petition- petitioned to overturn his thing. So they, uh, he got a stay of execution. So his execution was then rescheduled for 2010 because what, uh, five years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It was actually five years. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so before. He filed a federal lawsuit claiming that he was wrongly uh, convicted. Yeah. Okay. So wait, what's his case against that? <sighs> okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So his new lawyer says that mistakes were made in his 1999 trial. Yeah. And the new one, like his lawyers are claiming that they didn't produce enough mental illness history of both Jimmy and his mother. Um, his lawyers claim that she was bipolar and also abused Ritalin as along with Jimmy. And they claim that Jimmy had several mental health issues that were not properly treated or identified during the trials. But prosecutors in the original court proceeding did do several mental health evaluations and they always concluded that he knew right from wrong and he was mentally stable. Yes. So they basically were kind of like, you're full of shit because yeah. we did this. How is the defense going to be like... We know she's dead. But, you know, she had bipolar, so I mean, hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? That does, that's not even a good one. Like, mm-hmm. And so it was rescheduled for 2010, and then he did another appeal. So in 2019. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Why does it double? I don't know. Because he had, con- he, hold on. My brain just farted. So he had the one in, shut up, babe. So (laughs) it was rescheduled to 2010, and then he appealed that one. And then it was, again, he appealed in 2016 because 
he went to the Supreme Court and he told the Supreme Court that the lawyer he got in the first trial and the second trial did not have the legal training or experience required to represent him. What? So they the failed. Supreme Court heard this shit? Yeah. Oh so they God. failed to do an adequate job, even though both of his lawyers individually had over 35 years of death penalty trial experience. <laughs> and his, it wasn't enough. Insufficient. Yep. So his new lawyers argued that he deserved a new trial. But how many years did they have? 40 years minimum. I don't know. It never said. 40. But they um, they wanted someone who was an expert on parasite to be the focal point of the new trial. So parasite is when you kill your parents for inheritance. There's a, so they there's want, a word for this? Oh, yeah. There's words for everything. Okay. His new oh. attorneys were probably there when the wolf folk murders happened. Yeah. Just saying. That's how many years experience they got. <laughs> hundreds but no so uh something that happened with chip is they had a guy i think his name was like george it was something with g so we're gonna call him g he was handling their inheritance because they weren't allowed to get it until a certain age so he was the one handling their inheritance and he was also kind of like a stockbroker they found out that he was what is that word what is that word embezzle Embezzle. embezzling so he ended up going to federal prison. Who? George. The guy who was... G. Uh, yeah, the guy who was uh, handling their inheritance. Okay. G was not a G. No. So then not they... A G. <laughs> Chip ended up... Um, what is that thing called? He ended up testifying for him, asking them to give him a lighter sentence of like just a year in court for embezzling. What? Yeah, so then he could have more access to his what money an, because then it would cut off him and his brother and blah, 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 blah. What an interesting uh, mm-hmm. defense hmm. that is. Let's bring in the convicted killer. He no, his brother. Totally, oh. Chip. It was Chip. Oh. Mm-hmm. Penn State. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Penn State doesn't exactly have, you know, I'm just... This is why I'm nodding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. What did you think we were talking about? No, there's a lot of things. First of all, it's not a great... Anyway, I'm not talking shit about Penn State, but you don't have the best academic thing. You're good at sports, but now you're not because a lot of shenanigans happened with that. Mm -hmm. Big Ten. You are... It's always a big circle. No, I, no, I get it, but like you just insulted them and then took away the insult yes, and then insulted them people again. People from Pennsylvania, listen to us. We love you. But <laughs> also, your school go had back. a very bad administration. Sorry. <laughs> yes, that is all. <laughs> Wait, so that's it case closed on penn state yeah he did that when he, is he i mean what happened with the supreme court thing did they still say that no you're still on death covid row? happened so he appealed in uh 2019 2020 covid 2020 COVID, so now they have to wait till all so, this stuff. So his has not been heard. His, yeah, it's okay. not. It's going to be, but it hasn't been. So they still... We're going to update you they, on uh, this in probably a couple years. Maybe. Yeah. How did, if say, we're still it's going how did they approve that? Why is that the... Mm. So many things wrong with that. Yeah. So yeah. wait, how old is he now? 
old? 40 something. He was born in 70. The same amount of years his lawyers have with experience in death penalty cases. Yep. This is for real. It has to match the age. Nothing less. James Earl Robinson Jr. No, his 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 middle name was an Earl. What? I was just hoping it was because I wanted his middle name. Is that him? Is that a picture of him? Yeah. Oh, he looks like a child. Oh, I never drew. He is. (laughs) Oh, you see, it says date of birth is in fucking Turkey. I do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) The picture. Oh God, please. No, and then they they said when he was sentencing. ah, His sentencing. With his sentencing, when they gave the um, guilty verdict, he like started screaming. Okay, that's I don't know why scream. I moved away from the mic to not hear your Stop. So during the guilty verdict, he like was like, and he stuck his fingers in his ears and started like, because he didn't want to hear it. It must be a thing in that neighborhood because Meredith did it and he did it. So it's like, if I can't hear it. A bunch of rich white people neighborhood. Everything that happened in like the late 2010s are just the entire time walking around. No. I'm not listening. He turned 40 last year. Okay. So. 79? No, they said 73, but they have. Oh, wait, what year are we in? 2001. Oh, oh, this is from what? 2019. <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing? That Sorry. threw me off. I didn't even know what year I was in. You said 2001. She oh. grabbed my finger. It was <laughs> odd. Huh? So you said two. All right. It threw me back 20 years. <laughs> if only it was that easy. So <laughs> if time traveled, duh. What? We going? No, 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 no. I'm mm. confused. Okay. Hmm. Popping boba. But, you said he turned 40 last year? I, in my head, I was thinking we were in 2020. He turned 40 in 2019. So he's 42 now. Yeah, but, yeah. So do the math backwards. What? Stay over there. 79? But no, the thing says he, how old was he when he killed his parents? I don't know. Um, if she could math, she would have figured this hold out. Hold on. No, no, no. He was no, born no, no, in 73. No. Okay, the website, okay, Murderpedia says he was born in 73, and that is literally all I can get on his birthday. He should be 48. I understand what you're saying. So two years ago, he's still not 40. Okay, but then this No, he's over 40. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you mean... And then this said in 2019, he turned 40. I understand that, but... No. On this thing, on this, um, what you mabobbit, what is this thing? article? was it dated? The article? January 21st, 2019, and it says he turns 40. Yeah. No. Okay, so That's what the way, article what is, is how saying. Does that, how does that, uh, how old was he when he killed his parents? 24. Okay. He should have been if he was born And in that's what all the articles were saying was that he's 24, but then this article from 2019 is saying he turned 40. They're wrong. Okay, well. I'm calling you out. Yell at whatever. the Herald online. Don't do that. Don't do we that. We just did. Oh, God. <laughs> Podcasters. <from there. laughs> be a, like, front page article on, the, on, on the Herald. On the Herald. Why not? Call us out for getting the age wrong. No, we I can't was just serious. confused. No, because you were saying that. I know, but I'm telling you. would have been, like, 
17 when he killed his parents. It just wasn't adding up in my head. Neither is this math that they gave us. I know. That's why I was confused. I, everything, everything is a construct there. Well, now we're going to get to our missing persons. Mm. Is that good for you yes, guys? I guess Thank so. You. Okay. <laughs> COVID. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, COVID happened, so nothing's resolved in this case yeah. as of right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just put this on a sticky note in the corner so I can look it up we later. We don't remember. Yeah, I won't Put remember. it on your map. Oh! That, that would be nice if it, the map was up. Okay, we'll do that later today. Later it's today. It's going to happen. Shut up, I'm shut so up. sorry I said something. <laughs> so our missing person from South Carolina is Francisco Alvarado. He has been missing since November 1st, 2019 from Columbia, South Carolina. He was born January 7th, 2004. As of right now, he is 17 years old. He is a Hispanic male with brown hair, brown eyes. He is approximately 5 foot 7 and 130 pounds. He also goes by the alias of Alberto. If you have any information or have seen him... You are to call 911 or 1-800-843-5678 or the Columbia Police Department of South Carolina at 1-803-252-2911. What are you laughing about? All right. What was going on? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I usually tune them out when they're doing their little missing persons thing, and I I was sitting here and I'm like, I'm sitting weird in this chair and I'm like, wouldn't be some shit if I just fell over. (laughs) Oh my God. I had to look away from her because she started laughing and she's like this. I'm like, what? What happened? I mean, yeah, it would be some shit. I was like, wouldn't that be something? (laughs) Oh my God. That's all. So wait, what did you write down? I said that. That one guy who is on death row appealing his death penalty at Supreme Court. Check up on this bitch. <laughs> Someone Just write James Robertson. Jaime. Oh my god. Yeah. Robertson. <laughs> Robertson. It's like common core math, but for English. Yeah. Oh, let's not talk about common core. We just did common core math, and you I... saw how well that went. I didn't, but no, I, no, I'm no, you were oh, this times right now. His age. <laughs> That's how that went. Okay, you take death, the extra numbers, you throw them off to the side. Three. How many tens can you get? Boom, leftovers. Yeah, COVID. and that's the next morning after Thanksgiving. What? <laughs> We Black couldn't Friday? figure out how many bodies there were, so we decided <laughs> the common core math was the way to go. We ended up with ten. <laughs> Black Friday <What>? shopping. <laughs> they threw oh. in a couple for an extra deal. <laughs> Black Friday murder. <gasps> yes. Oh, damn it. No. no. Don't get excited Mm-mm-mm. for these things. I mean, Leslie was pretty excited about the Thanksgiving murder. This is true. Yeah, this is very underwhelming. I was... It was wait, close so to wait, Thanksgiving, never, but it never happened. We on never found out so. why the knife got broken off. Socks. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. They said that he was from him being so enraged and on the drugs. They said that the force that he was using was so ridiculous that the knife got stuck in his mother's skull, 
and he went to pull it and he broke it like sounds it like a so bike. instead of going vertical he went horizontal yeah he kind of like and it was like bent it but it didn't bend the knife just a piece of the knife broke off in her skull <sighs> shitty knives shitty mm-hmm. knives yeah yeah that's oh him God. covering his ears no, the picture. Oh, oh my Jesus. god! Oh, the picture she had was shot. better because he's like looking to the sky and he's like, "Lord, help mm-hmm. me! Yeah, help me!" I'm sorry, I did not draw a picture of him. Yeah, we know it's okay. I drew a turkey. That's him now. Yikes! Mm-hmm. He went downhill real quick. But yeah, <sighs> jail will do that to somebody. So sort of. jail's not a glow up. up. Like no, <laughs> that's not how that works. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So we still have to post the Discord to Facebook, and we also have a website now. Discord. Mm-hmm. And we're going to post the link for that, and there's a whole bunch of cool stuff on there. Jonathan's working on it. We're not getting into it. We'll make a post. At eccthepodcast.com. It's not no at. I know. I'm saying you can find it at www. Yes. That's why I said I do www. Wait, what is it again? ECC the podcast. Okay. www.ecc the podcast. Fuck, I said at. Anyway, we'll post links. And thanks, Larry, for fixing our audio all the time while Yay. you're here yeah. and helping me figure this shenanigans out because so much new things. It was a template. Yes. <laughs> he helps. We made so life now my life is they easier. They send me things and I make it sound. <laughs> make it so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, have a good Thanksgiving. Hey. Yay. And for everyone who doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, because I don't know if, but anyway, have a good Thursday. Jeez, that was so fucking. No, I was saying like, is there another holiday? But like, you know, like a Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas. Like, is there like another? Well, I'm saying everybody out of the country. I was just asking in general. Well, I don't know. Doesn't Canada? Yeah, they have a Thanksgiving Day because it. But it's like a couple days before. Oh, but then there's Boxing Day. Yeah. I only know this because of Letterkenny. That's the only reason. Love Letterkenny. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, is that the ending? Is that how we end stuff yes. now? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right, I guys. I didn't want to get into we'll like another 20-minute rant. Linktree. Yeah. Slash well, ECC the podcast. We'll have all the links for all the things. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to rate and review. All right. We'll see you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC the Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!